Hey guys, this is Squid. I just wanted to let you know that Yidam Fwigs is now on Patreon. With your paid Patreon account, you can listen to episodes a week in advance and get exclusive access to bonus content. Visit our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Yidam podcast. That's www.patreon.com forward slash Y-D-M-F-W-G-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Or click the link in the description. Anyway, on with the show. You don't make friends with giant squids podcast. I'm Squid, and I'm Jackson, and this is episode number forty. Really? Yeah. For real? Yeah. I know. No lie. No lie. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Damn. I'm fucking old. Are we old. You old? I was like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you old? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm infertile. <laughs> everything right with that that's not true mm, you say that and then there's all said. the kids allergic to peanut butter and <sighs> and with the weird allergies and now the gluten allergy and the the i don't know yucca allergy yucca <laughs> that would suck if you were allergic to yucca because it tastes bomb it's like potato but not potato like celery no like cauliflower <laughs> like cauliflower. Uh-huh. The consistency of cauliflower. Uh-huh. I'm going to make you eat yucca. And uh-huh. you're going you're gonna to think that they're fries and you're going to be sad when uh-huh. it's not. Uh-huh. <sighs> <sighs> well, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that we specifically saw a movie to talk about on here. Oh, Baby Driver. <gasps> oh, yeah. I totally forgot. I knew he'd seen something else. Yeah. What did you think of Baby Driver? I loved it. Because it seems like it either gets good reviews or bad Horrible reviews. Horrible reviews. It, it, it was very polarizing. I looked online. I, People either loved it or they hated it. I loved it, but I understand why people are annoyed i don't understand why people are annoyed i love it when music is so deeply oh i loved it too it was it was amazing i, I love the way that the music played but watch the music play i was annoyed with the lead what what do you do what, what was no i mean i like him in every scene <laughs> that isn't him walking down the street like a maniac Saying songs. Yeah. You've never just walked down the street singing. Yeah, but he seemed, But it seemed he had like he had no rhythm. I don't know what was happening. It, it was like it was slightly off. It was it was kind of it was kind of like knowing that the entire club in a club scene in a movie is literally everyone's dancing to no music. Oh. Uh. And then the music comes over, and then it's just like. So that chick over there, she dances something weird. <laughs> no, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, where they just don't sync. It wasn't they his movements, and I feel like the song weren't quite in sync with each other. That wouldn't and, be his fault. But but they were in sync though. But that's the thing is that he wasn't. His mouth was was moving correctly, but it kind of was slightly delayed. Like he didn't really know the song that he was singing, and the the movements his body were, were making. Did not seem like it came naturally to him. <laughs> well, maybe he's just not a good dancer. Yeah, but if someone who who's that into music, 
dances all the time, I feel I feel like eventually you get good at it. I don't think that's true. <laughs> it's always just going to be a weird stilted thing. I think that there's people who have rhythm and there's people that don't have rhythm. And I think also maybe if I was the director choreographing the scene. You probably would have helped him. I, know, I wouldn't want him to be good at dancing because he's supposed to be a weird kid. Like he's supposed to be sure. awkward. Sure, and yet cast like one of the hottest young guys ever. Well, you kind of can't. With, I mean, if you're gonna, with a movie like that, your lead has to be hot, because yeah. it wouldn't have worked otherwise. Because yeah. you would have felt like they were making fun of the driver instead. Yeah, I mean, he has to be. He has to look normal. Yeah, because he's not because he's not acting normal. Mm-mm. Like if they casted like Christopher Min's plots or something in it, you'd be like. That that would have been more offensive. Yeah, the movie wouldn't have worked. You had to cast somebody who was like ridiculously cute. But I loved um I forget her name. Excuse me. (laughs) Um Margot from Magicians. What? Margot from the Magicians. No. There's only two girls in the movie. Was that Margot? Yeah. I couldn't even tell. Yeah, the chick kissing up on John Hamm? Yeah. Yeah, it's Margot from the Mm -hmm. Magicians. Uh huh. Because I really liked that girl in the movie, but I didn't, it still doesn't look like Margot in my head. It's Margot. But I was talking about the other one. Cinderella. His, his love interest? hmm I thought she was so charming. Yeah. I thought their whole little love like bit was cute. they were as sweet as apple pie, and I hated them both. <laughs> they were so sweet. They gave me a toothache, and I it, hate those bitches. <laughs> yeah, they, well, they were like they were so sweet. I wanted to break the TV. <laughs> it, was, it was pissing you me off. Watch that on my TV. <laughs> I thought I was gonna have it eventually. Yeah. It's just their their story just made me mad. Why? Just made me mad. No. I'm in a vulnerable headspace. So because you're feeling particularly vulnerable right now anything that's like lovey-dovey sitting you like that yeah gotcha gotcha which is why i will not watch twilight <laughs> you keep saying you're gonna have to repeat that to yourself like every single day because freeform's just a click away you know you just you're you're just browsing all through the guide and all of a sudden there it is and you're like i'm not gonna put it on maybe something else is gonna be on freeform and you'll watch that and then you'll fall asleep and you'll wake up and it'll just be on it's happened a bunch to me of before. Pale blue people on yeah. my on my screen that are sort of kind of playing that baseball, but not really. Kind of, yeah. That's exactly what happens to me. I just go to sleep and I wake up and all of a sudden well, it's there. Also, you go to sleep, we wake up and it's like Friday. <laughs> when did I fall asleep? Maybe Tuesday. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know the days. I don't. I have no sense of time. I could, I could have told you today when you woke up, when I woke you up earlier, I could have told you, it's, I was like, it's Saturday. <laughs> you would have been like, what the fuck? And you would no, have proved me wrong. I know it's not Saturday. <laughs> I know it. You're like, because I am too tired. Yeah. Saturday. And also. I had slept five days. <laughs> also, because I'm never lonely on Saturdays. But when there's work days and you guys are gone and kind of by myself give us money (laughs) (laughs) give us money please (laughs) subliminal advertising 
although we're just flat out advertising. <laughs> um, yeah, but Baby Driver, it was it was so good. And Kevin Spacey, I found him. I j- it just made me like him all over again. No, I liked Kevin Spacey's character. I just didn't like his character arc. I I feel like it, it kind of changed on a dime. Yeah. Like uh, he went his, from his a, redemption was was a rapid change. Yeah, he went from like I'm literally about to shoot you in the face with this shotgun to I'll s- die trying to save your life. Yeah, which didn't make that didn't make any sense honestly. No, because I think that the what they were going for in the shifting Kevin Spacey's character was the fact that he realized that it was young love and he understands what that means, so he was willing to die for it. But earlier when um uh, everybody was turning on Baby Driver, and then Kevin Spacey gave him this look like he knew the reason why Baby Driver had fucked over the mission, and it's because they had fucked with his girl. It's like he didn't fuck with you because he wanted to um, screw you over or anything. He fucked with you because the guy you hired went crazy and tried to like murder his girlfriend. Yeah. And I thought that at that moment Kevin Spacey was going to change his character, but they but like he held did- on to it for like a couple. He did kind of. I mean, they didn't really focus on him too much after that. Yeah, but it was way. It was more focusing on John Hamm, and uh, uh, Jamie Fox. <gasps> Jamie Fox was really good at it too. Yeah. Um. What was his gangster name? Do you remember? No, I don't remember at all. Bats. Maybe I don't know. Because he, he had a tattoo of bats, and is crazy like he's batty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. But then, they, but then they, they said, like, what, he was named, like, D- Dijon or something? Like, Mustard? Dijon. <laughs> I bet it's not. It's probably Damien or something. But he was like, that was my real name, because I'm batshit crazy. <laughs> and then later you find out, like, I, like the, thanks, like, Dominic. <laughs> yeah. Because he knows all their real names. Yeah, I remember that. I like that. I really like the cast. Like, I think everybody did a really good job. Like, I even liked Punisher's bit in the beginning. They always had that, like, alpha male that had to test Baby Driver. Oh, oh, what's his face? Um, Yeah, you said Punisher, but I think Shane first. Oh, Walking Dead? Yeah. I don't know. I would go there, but I don't like him. I don't like Shane. I never. But I was I happy when he died. As Shane. I thought you you missed his dynamic. Though. I do miss his dynamic because I don't think that there's one of those creepy people left on Walking Dead. Like, you know, he, there's no wild cards because Daryl is so good. Like, yeah, he's great. It's like you you end up with people like Michonne and like Daryl, where they're amazing, uh, when it comes to their physical prowess. But they're like they're a hundred percent decidedly pure. You know. There's none of that conflict. And Shane was, like, physically adept as well, but you never quite knew what his intentions were or where he was coming from. Nah, he's that neutral. He's, like, that chaotic neutral, and I fucking loved it. And they don't have characters well, he like that anymore. he liked always best for Shane. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah. I like, yeah. He's... He did his his role was done well. Yeah, and he was complicated, and it feels like as Walking Dead continues, you don't get complicated characters anymore. You just get these archetypes of good and bad. Yeah. Ugh. No more Walking Dead talk. <laughs> we both hate the show. Well, it's not and that we, we don't watch it. It's anymore. not that we 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 hate the show. It's just that it's too much. 
But I mean, Shane's character in the movie, Baby Driver, mm-hmm. was well done. Yeah, that's what I said. All the characters were very well done. It was nice. I liked it a lot. Who was the director? Because you had mentioned that when we were watching it. That's yes, it's um, What's-His-Face through the Cornetto trilogy. And, uh, and Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead. And, well, uh, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, uh, that's part of the cor- Cornetto Yeah, it's the Cornetto trilogy. trilogy. Um, uh, Scott Pilgrim? Yes, Scott Pilgrim, and it's a bunch of stuff we like. Yeah. Oh, God, why can't I remember his name? For some reason, I keep thinking fucking Eli Roth, and I was like, that's just Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, you know, the the trailer in front of the grindhouse, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, but I think that's that's funny (laughs) that when you think Eli Roth, that's where you immediately go to. Well, I also think the bear do. Yeah, but he was in that. He didn't direct that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I also think horror. Well, yeah, but still. 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 Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. All will be carved. (laughs) He says he he keeps promising that he's going to do an actual Thanksgiving. He's not going to do an actual Thanksgiving. And then he never does it. You know, if he does it, Quentin Tarantino is going to be all over that. Oh, yeah. He's going to be all over that. He's going to be like, you're really doing it. It'll be amazing. He's like, I want to do the best dialogue Thanksgiving feast uh, you, well, it's Thanksgiving. Gonna, that's all dialogue. That's all dialogue. It's Sitting all the family members dinner. coming together yeah. and just talking. And that would be amazing. I they would, would see all that. talk about how, how much of a horror Madonna is. <laughs> I would I Was would she love like a virgin? <laughs> Did it re-virginate her? <gasps> I would love to see Eli Roth and Quentin Tarantino do that movie. That would be the best They're thing supposed, in the world. They keep promising. They're a bunch of liars. They're a bunch of liars. They always lie. I think it's just something they're like, oh, that would be fun if I did this eventually. But that kind of shit never gets made in Hollywood. Edgar Wright. Ah. Edgar Wright. Uh, that cutie. <laughs> that cutie. And I showed you a picture and yeah. I was like, damn. You yeah, were like, hmm. I have a feeling though that you've been doing that for all of the guys you've seen lately. For real. I am quite horny. <laughs> Your love is like a red, red, red rose. rose, and I'm a little thorny. thorny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, why is Jim Carrey gonna be such an asshole? I have no idea. God. Yeah, I really wish he wasn't. Yeah, cause uh, do we all exist? I am not me, and you are not you. So there, there is nothing. It, there, nothing means anything. Like, are you fucking with me? Is it, are you really? Do, is this what you really believe? Have you are you legit crazy now? I think he's legit crazy now. God, I, I think I would prefer that he's legit crazy. St- no, I want him to be fucking with me. That's better. I think he's because if crazy. he's legit crazy, he's legit then crazy. then uh, the it puts a whole new light on his particular manic humor. No, I think he became crazy. I don't think he started off crazy. I just think it's yeah, he the didn't start stuff. off crazy. He just he moseyed he, his way onto yeah, crazy. He really did, and I believe it was a full mosey. <laughs> he just kind of slowly. <laughs> it was a full mosey. Maybe a bit of a dosey do here and there, but it was a full mosey. A mosey. He moseyed right into crazy. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm just gonna mosey on into crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That would be a good t-shirt. You gotta keep writing these down. We have so many good t-shirts. <laughs> Ideas, yeah, yeah. Not actual. 
don't know. Maybe. Uh, I'd have to brush off my graphic design skills. Yeah. I'm just going to mosey on over to crazy for a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. It's going to be okay. <laughs> they might make me mayor, but it's all right. Just going to draw some happy little trees. So, what else have we watched? Uh, I remember we were watching a bunch of shit just to make sure that we had something we to had talk, about. talk about. Yeah. Because we don't really want to cover current events right now. No, it's... Uh, Too depressing. It's not honestly. just that it's depressing. It's that it's... I'm going to sound completely white girl. It's just so toxic. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's just... It's so hard to ke- keep up with the news and just shit's happening all the time. It's just not worth it, you know? I mean, there's not, there's nothing I can do about it. Like, that helplessness, there's only so much, like, anxiety you can take before you're just like, fuck it. I'm gonna, pretend, I'm gonna go back into denial. <laughs> into denial. Back to the Egypt. Yeah, because it feels for, for a moment there, I was just so scared. Like, all the time. I never knew what the future was going to hold. I didn't know what rights I was going to have taken away from me at one point. I didn't know if we'd be in nuclear holocaust by the end of the week. Or that nothing would happen to Harvey Weinstein. It's just a bunch of, it's just a bunch of injustice. It's, it's just everywhere, and I just can't... I just... I literally can't even... <laughs> I just literally can't even right now. It's it's really sad the mind state that people are in right now, or the state of mind. I don't know why the, the mind the mind state. state sounds like a new Jesus. television show. Mind state. Mind state. <laughs> but the state of mind that people are in right now. I mean, just look at what happened last week at school, where the whole parking structure was shut down because someone killed themselves in their car. Like that's. That's how people are feeling. Yeah. I mean, yes, this person was yeah, this a is, different level. Well, I'd say that's how people are feeling in... In concept? Well, I'd say at the fringes of the United States. Because you have to realize that California and New York and like even Florida were all fringe states. We're on the outside. And we kind of... Florida's crazy, though. Yeah, Florida is insane, but still Florida's... I, I don't know. Florida's got some chick running for governor that says she was abducted by aliens. <laughs> That's funny. That's entertaining. That's why I always include Florida. They're entertaining. Yeah, and she... That's that's what they were debating on the radio. They were like, well, uh, would you vote for someone who said that she was abducted by aliens? Maybe. Like, I don't and know. Then, they're, then they're like, no, I would not. But I understand why she said it, because she believes in the... She believes in extraterrestrials, which is fine. You can believe in that. I, I think that we'd be stupid to think that we're the only life in the universe but to hear someone say that when they're running for office it reminds me of that but then they're like but it's florida so it's fine right i was gonna say it's florida so it's not that big of a stretch it reminds me of that guy they had on the daily show that like had his sexual history or something out in the open do you remember that yeah the the chick the dude yeah the dude the chick (laughs) the the female blonde reporter, yeah, she interviewed she him. Uh-huh. I forgot her name. Desi Lydic. I mm-hmm. love her. She's she's, she's funny. She's very funny. 
especially when she was pregnant and then all of a sudden no stomach and she was like where'd it go (laughs) (laughs) i faked it this whole time that's funny but um he he said that he put out his sexual history uh of everyone that he had had sex with or every disease or something it was something like that medical report it was something like that or it's like he he admitted to being in a threesome, or there was something that he had... Whether he'd had an orgy, or yeah, smoked pot, or... Yeah, he just, like, decided to, to live in this, like, oh, I'm just gonna be totally upfront with it. Like, this is the worst thing about me. So if you can get past this, then, like, we're good. And I was thinking maybe that's what this chick is doing. The worst thing about me is I think I'm, I've been abdu- well, abducted they, by aliens. Well, she said they asked her a question about her life, mm-hmm. and this is included in her life. That this is just happens to be an experience that she's had. But she also said that they still message her and tell her about things that are going to happen in the future. Oh, no. <laughs> so. I was almost on board. That's what I'm saying is that they're still in contact with her. Uh, oh. That's crazy. Yeah. That's a whole new level, but it's okay because it's Florida. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you for getting me back to that point. But what I'm saying is that there's kind of an elitist attitude when you get to the coasts, you know, where we have kind of value education and science. And it's like, I don't think that, I think that America's, I mean, it's obvious America is very divided right now. So there's like this. America and America. Yeah. So there's the United States of America and there's America and. I think that's also a very coasty notion is that there's, we're that polarizing separate. Yeah. Cause I saw Sarah Silverman has a new show on Hulu where she goes to like Trump heavy districts and just has dinner with people. And it's called like Sarah Silverman loves America. She does love America. Yeah. But she, that's what she's doing. She said that she felt like she was in such of a bubble cause everyone around her had her same views. So she goes like just across America, just traveling and having dinner with people and she talks to them about their political views and she bought this kid like a fart button that made him laugh like she just comes over and she has dinner with them and she just talks to them because she's trying to understand the why there yeah why there was this divide that's good though i mean it's always good to try and understand the other side the other side no i, I think that's completely true too it's just i i also feel like we're kind of in like California's in such of a bubble that when something crazy happens, it gets inflated like nobody's business, and it's everywhere. Like you can't get away from it. That's true. And it's just that that. But that's also internet culture nowadays. Yeah, internet culture, and and the news is copying it. So it's just you get this kind of culture of fear. Yeah. And I just can't. I can't be afraid anymore. Like, it's too hard. It's I'm going to have to be, like, I can't even imagine being this afraid for, like, four years. Well, I mean, how many hurricanes have we had? How many wildfires in California? I mean, we everything's on fire. We even drove by. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's a great, a great uh, T-shirt? Tag, no, tagline for 2017. Everything's on fire. <laughs> perfect thing for this year everything's Wait, but on remember, fire another thing for us to talk about we went to um the hollywood improv oh yeah and and we literally drove by a colossal fire oh my gosh yeah that was what that was that insane. was insane that was crazy like, there was a whole street blocked off when we were uh, we were still a little ways away from from hollywood but we were in a strange 
Um, yeah, the the phone had taken like, us on some like side streets. It took us off the freeway because it was because uh, the traffic was so bad. Yeah, and we d- were driving, and there was a section that was just blocked off by police. And Jackson's driving, so I just kind of looked over the side to see what it was, and I was like, "Oh damn!" And she was like, "Fire!" <laughs> like, "Oh damn!" That's a, like that's a legit fire. And we looked over, and it was like this this fireball just coming up out of this building. It was like an, a flammable building caught fire, and it was insane. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like what happened uh, last night, too. There was another fire just like that in a similar area. Not the area we were in, but somewhere else. And it was an oil refinery that had caught fire. That's crazy. So it's just, and they said that uh, that was caused by a bird. A bird? Yeah. Fucking bird. They're blaming a bird. And then. That means that it's either a cover up or that bird's a dick. (laughs) Dick bird. Dick bird. Dick bird and everything's on fire. Birds are dicks. Everything's on fire. Welcome to 2017. <laughs> and then they said that like, a bunch of the hills caught fire. I forget what, what what freeway it was. Like 50. Is there a 57? I have freeway? no idea. Or 58? I, but I guess it was close to a freeway. Yeah, they said it, uh, basically that there was some guy in a white hoodie and covering up his face and he was just lighting shit on fire. I know. Doesn't isn't that exhausting? That's so exhausting. <laughs> I just can't deal with people. <laughs> people are so dumb. Birds are evil. People are dumb. Shit's on fire. Welcome to 2017. I'm gonna hit you in the ass. <laughs> My way to 2018. Uh, I hope 2018 is gonna be better. Underwater. Underwater. We're underwater. Because I know a lot of people are really scared of nuclear holocaust right now. Because what North Korea has pretty much just declared war on us. Mm. For not respecting them. Make sure you watch the South Park episode. <laughs> that was a funny episode. Oh, but we were at the Hollywood Improv. Yeah, we were. And we saw the lineup was Nikki Glaser, Jamie Kennedy, Brent Morin, and Neil Brennan. Yeah. And I forgot what the um, the black chick's name was, but she was hilarious. I saw okay, like the first time I saw her, like ever, was at the improv, like you know, really funny. And then I'm on YouTube, and she's doing an Amazon commercial. Really? Yeah, she was just sitting there, and I was like, "Hey, I know her," and she was like, "Yeah, I was talking." Like she's talking to Alexa. It was really funny, and then she has her play, uh, "The Good Place." Before the commercial cuts out. And I stopped and I watched it. Because I'm like, hey, I just saw her. And now she's got an Amazon commercial. That's great. Good for her. Right? I'm, so- I'm happy she's going to be fine. Yeah, because she was really funny. Yeah, she was hilarious. Everybody was funny. The whole show was great. And uh, what was the giraffe lady's name? Uh, I'm going to get this wrong. Uh, Cons- good, not Consuela. Uh, Constella? Something like that. Starts with a C and it ends with an Ella. <laughs> Christella. You're helpful. Carella. Didn't you say she was on At Midnight? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the first time I ever saw her was on At Midnight, and she was hilarious. Like, uh, uh, she made such an impact on me. I'm like, I'm going to follow this chick. Because she was funny. And it's hard for people to be legitimately funny on At Midnight. And she was, she just n- nailed it. Like, knocked it out of the park. She's yeah, the too best. Bad you can't remember her name. I can't. Christella. <laughs> Carella? Oh, fuck. Carella Deville. Carella Deville. But Camilla, Camilla, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's six feet tall, Latina lady, uh, so yeah. um, she's easy to find. 
Just look that up. Six foot tall <laughs> comedian Latina. Or you can just check the Hollywood Improv and see what day Nikki Nikki Glacier was playing and just kind of go through the list. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah, that too. You're really that desperate. But yeah, she was funny. But my favorite of the night was Brett Morin. Of course. He was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he was. But he was like, kind of funny where you're just sitting there giggling and yeah. you can't really ever catch your breath. Just yeah, because it just kind of kept coming at you, coming yeah. at you. So funny. I'm trying to remember what what the... Oh, him him in the back of the Uber. Yeah, with the wine glasses <laughs> against his head. And he's, I, he's, as he gets more and more like pompous prince-like, the drunker he gets. Yeah. And I, George... <laughs> Did I tell you when I first got my boo-boo? <laughs> my boo-boo, George. <sighs> Treats him like he's a chauffeur. Yeah. Remember when mommy and daddy... <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I need the address. I gave you the address, George. You've been our family chauffeur for these 20 last years. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Sorry for spoiling his jokes for you. <laughs> but he was pretty, he's, he's super funny. And uh, no, it was such a good lineup. It was such a good lineup. I was really, really happy that we went. Even though we almost died, like, twice. What? Yeah. Because, you know, the car. That wasn't my fault, though. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of in a blind spot. And yeah. you just kind of took off. And that guy did the exact same thing you did at the exact same time. The reason why we both did that, though, is because the light turned red. Yeah, I know. But so still. we both had to go get out of the street. Yeah, but I was kind of, like, crossing myself. <laughs> Being like, here we go. Yeah. I always knew I was going to die in downtown Los Angeles. Probably. <laughs> Chalk outline and everything. Yeah. I always knew this was going to be it. The city that I hated for so long. The smog. <laughs> it's going to take my life now. I knew it. Uh, Jackson, what do you like? I was telling you about this earlier. That I had in class the... I, I got exposed to a playwright who I hadn't seen before and I saw his one of his plays I well I saw two but um I especially I especially liked uh Samuel uh Beckett's play um I think it was um Crap's Last Tape mm-hmm. with a with a K not not a not a not a C not a C and not two P's and it was um, a film. It was a film that basically a film of the play with John John Hurt as the only character. And I I just thought it was it was so I was so interested and intrigued by it that it got it got me really excited just <laughs> just from from seeing the way that Beckett plays with plot and how structured uh, and, and the way that a play is structured mm-hmm. because it's just him this old man interacting with nothing on the stage he's just sitting at a desk and li- the whole play is his reactions to himself on a tape he plays on stage and it's just it's amazing. It, it tells. It's it's so sad and what it, mostly it talks about a, a a past lover that he had just 
he as his younger self he was going over it and and then it's so it's so wistful but at the same time it's it's also I don't know he's he kind of you can tell that the younger him doesn't realize that how pivotal that moment was in his life and the older you can see on the older man's face that this was a moment that he shouldn't have been so flippant about before and and that he comes back to it again and it's just and with someone like John Hurt I mean we've always been a fan of his yeah and to watch him act with himself and to just make long pauses and just to see the sadness and to, to see an old man lost in his past is it, it was just it was so good and I was and I was surprised at how engrossed I got at school <laughs> I mean yeah I like I like school and everything and I like academics and I especially love it when when we do something cool and creative but uh, I was I was especially moved by the by the by watching this play and and uh, it was very cool. Yeah. So that's my me liking. Nice, nice, nice. I was like that in um when I was I took a uh, uh what is it? It was something like um drawing with words type class because I went to art school so um. I had a class where it was um, basically you would learn about people through interview and it was kind of the first time I was really exposed to TED Talks because we watched a TED Talk of um, uh, this actress, I can't remember her name, but she went around and interviewed people during the LA riots and then uh, recorded their conversation and then um, took the way that person spoke and their exact words and just wrote a script from that interview. It was amazing. It was one of those things where I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, TED Talks will never not be a part of my life now. Because they have some amazing things in them like that. So now I watch TED Talks all the time. I especially like that one you showed me with the procrastination monkey. Oh, yeah. That guy was funny. And the, what what was the monster called? The panic monster. The panic monster, yeah. And the procrastination monkey. (laughs) I loved it. Yeah, he was hilarious. That's why I thought you would really like that TED Talk, so I, I shared it with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was the other guy with the ducks. Oh, the comedian? Yeah. Is he a comedian, or is he uh He's a comedian, but he does TED Talks and stuff, too. Because that was like... Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way that he, he likes to fuck with people. Yeah. It's great. So he has nothing else better to do with his day. So he just fucks with people all day. Well, long. yeah, especially when he sets up that automatic email oh, to, to respond to a res- automatic response yeah. to automatically respond to the automatic response. Oh my god, that's like a it's it's a loop within a loop within a loop. Yeah, I, I thought he was. You hilarious. know how much like internet data he's wasting? Yeah, but I mean they're wasting his internet data. Why can't he waste some of theirs? Well, it's not bad. He's just wasting data. In general, I feel like they're, we need to clean up can, the internet. We, we need to clean up the internet. <laughs> Half of it's this guy's fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all of his nonsense. <laughs> oh, he was hilarious, though. I liked him a lot. Um, I, I, got, I got in contact with the real super. You can stop now. <laughs> well, did, he, did he fix it? But did, <laughs> but did yeah. he fix it, though? Oh, that's great. Yeah, he's hilarious. Um, so... Uh, I'm, I'm just saying I understand your me likey because I've had moments like that where 
I saw something and I'm just okay this is something I like now it's awesome um uh my me likey I'm kind of torn because I want to do a book based me likey and I don't know if I want to do like me likey the Harry Potter Harry Potter series the Harry Potter Harry Potter um because are we do huh are we gonna do yeah okay so can't you do two well here's the thing this is what I wanted to like I could always save it for next time but I recently read the third book of John Dies at the End. Really? Yeah, I finished it. It was really short. I finished it in about three hours. That's how short it was. What? What was? What's this book called? Uh, what the hell did I just read? Okay. Um, because um, I loved John Dies at the End, and then I loved Ah, this book is full of spiders, which is the second book. And, and you have not read futuristic violence and fantasy yeah but it's not part of the the trilogy that's a totally different story and it's gonna get its uh tv like i think amc or somebody picked it up for a tv make i would honestly <laughs> well what the thing is i wanted that to be my me likey but it, the book was so short and there was nothing there's no real point to it well no it's just to no, cause see it, them again yeah that's basically what it felt like because the first john dies at the end was like crazy and it was life-changing on my end because it was such a funny, insane concept and book. And it was ridiculous. Like, I couldn't wrap my head around how crazy this book was. And oh, then yeah. the second one is just as insane. But but you're already used to... There, it, nothing really, like, jumps out and surprises you. No, it doesn't really jump out and surprise you. But there's still some pretty graphic imagery in it where you're like, holy fuck. I thought the first one was pretty bad. Or, like, not bad. I mean, bad in, like, the good sense. Like, I thought the first one was pretty grody, you know? And this mm -hmm. one just... Well, it's because you always have to up the shock value the, yeah the shock value because you won't get that initial surprise yeah but i just felt like the third book had no shock value oh. like there wasn't there wasn't anything john dies at the end about it you know there wasn't anything too spectacular and the main character kind of gets in an issue with his girl about her wanting him to go to therapy the one with the no hand yeah it's just um it, she went from being the supportive like female character that men use a lot in books to being the naggy female character i never looked at her as naggy before and i was looking at her throughout this entire novel as bitch you need to let him do his work because i mean if this was supernatural and the chick or the chick that sam or dean was banging all of a sudden goes you need to go to therapy i'd be like shut the fuck up bitch he saves the fucking world like there's a difference there's a reason why this is taking such a toll on him like say though that both sam and dean they, they do, do need, need therapy they do need therapy but to like, have righteous therapy <laughs> yeah but they'd also need therapy with somebody who understood their situation you know oh well, yeah i mean like the like castiel could sit on the couch or something. yeah but that's the thing i think i feel like like but they, but they legit need therapy i i do feel like sam and dean legit need therapy i'm not saying that they don't but the way you'd have them have therapy is well then let's check for some people who are well versed in this like aspect of their life and give them therapy where she's like you need to go to a doctor i would never tell sam and dean to just go to a doctor they'd lock them up and say they were crazy you just need to find a good doctor well you need to find uh somebody who's steeped in the shit that john dies at the end guys are like john and david are steeped in yeah you better share some of the the black pills uh the soy sauce only yeah. shows up to people who wants to take it and if you take it and you're not prepared to deal with uh, being basically the soldier of righteousness or the spear that the soy sauce uses to carve the world, then you die. Yeah. So. 
spear. The spear of destiny. So is this a me no likey? No, it's a, the, this is what I was going to say. It's, I wanted John Dies at the End to be my me likey, but the thing is I didn't likey it, or I wasn't floored by it. Like, if this was a book that he had released because this was an in-between from this book to another book, then I would have been like, okay, yeah, this is totally what I expected, an in-betweener, you know? Whereas it feels like it's not it's not the conclusion of a trilogy. Did he say, did David Wong say it was going to be a... Uh, he doesn't say it, but in the back of the book, um, he talks about the fact that, of how much success he's gotten from the J-Date books, and... Um, that he's re- he's really proud to call himself like a New York Times bestseller, and that futuristic violence fantasy is getting a television thing. That his first movie got t- or the first book got turned into a movie, and then he said that he's got a lot a lot of projects working right now. So he doesn't know like he wants to continue working on John Dies at the End, but he doesn't know if he'll ever get to it. So it was kind of him saying, okay, I put put out a book. I'm gonna actively stop writing it right now, but I'm not saying I'm not ever coming back to it. Mm-hmm. So it feels like this was him bookending, you know, just this section of it. It doesn't really feel like a bookend. Does it feel like maybe he was rushed to to finish this one? Or to push something out? Maybe. I mean, it kind of feels like that. But it's more like... I don't know. It's like it's lacking a layer or two that Mm. the first two books had. Because the first couple books were super layered. And this one kind of just doesn't... It feels more shallow. Not as deep. No. Yeah. That's why I didn't I, I didn't want it to be my my me likey because it feels more like a critique which is but I've also recently read yeah, all yeah the, you also sound like it's a me no likey yeah but th- that's the thing it's still I mean considering that I was disappointed in it it's still a John dies at the end novel it's still a great novel it's just instead of it being like a nine or ten it's like a seven or eight oh. it's just it's just at that point where it's so close to being a good like just uh, the perfect book. Like, maybe if it had another subplot or something to it, I would like it more. It was just, there was no dramatic reveal. There was no twist. There was drama. no... Yeah, there was no drama. Maybe I was just too used to it. I don't know. Maybe. I was trying to fall off my head. <laughs> um, all right. Um, you want to say goodbye? But you didn't put a likey. Well, I said you me likey. Out, you know likey. I, I know, but I said that my me likey is the Harry Potter books. So you shouldn't have read all those. Okay. <laughs> so I like Harry Potter books, but I'm upset because I wanted it to be a John Dice at the end thing. Alrighty. But I mean, if you are all able to follow that <laughs> from Squid. If I'm me likey this week is the Harry Potter books. I read all, <laughs> After I read, that whole diatribe, <laughs> my me likey is Harry Potter. My, my me likey is the Harry Potter books. I read all seven books and I forgot how amazing the books are. I mean, and how much shit the movies leave out. But uh, the, that's the thing. I, li- I like Harry Potter. And I'm not going to get into it because I'm such a Potter head. I could talk about Harry Potter for hours. And five minutes at the end of the show isn't going to be enough to you are a potty head i am a potty head <laughs> i heard a lady at a restaurant the other day say that she's gonna go potty and i got so mad <laughs> I was like, you're a grown-ass woman there are no children around what you know, the fuck are you saying but to be it honest pisses me off yeah, but to be honest i think that i might let that slip when i'm outside though potty yeah i mean because it's just something that you say that you kind of no I never say that shit. I hate it. I, I it ask, sounds so bad. Okay, look when I when it sounds I'm, gross. Look when I'm around people, I'll go. Uh, I have to go to the restroom. Yes. But that's polite, Sid. If I get comfortable with you and like say I've had like you really needed to go potty. Well, it might come out. 
I'm just saying it might be a slip of the tongue if I'm like my my guards down. But why would your guard be down and that be what you say? Because well, sometimes I'll be like, I gotta go potty. <laughs> God, that's so gross. But that's the that's what you. That's so gross. That's that's just something you kind of say. Oh, I gotta go potty. I mean, when I'm around company and I've I've got my my Sydney suit on. And I'm like meeting people and they're meeting my representative instead of who I really am. Then I'd be like, oh, I need to use the restroom or where's your where's your bathroom at? Or, you know, like I can. Or I say, I got to go pay, <laughs> you know, when I get close I to people. I understand that better. But when I get close but to people, I got to go pay. I got to I got to take a leak. I got to drop the kids off at the pool, you know, <laughs> I got to go potty. Like, it's just one of those things that you'd end up Gross. saying. <laughs> I, I reject all of them. But like that would just if I get comfortable with somebody that's just gonna slip out and I would hate to think that like I just let down my guard and all of a sudden potty slips out and I hear Jackie from across the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Coming. Like I'm sorry. I did scoff. <laughs> Loud scoff. Like I don't even care if she heard me because because ew. Because ew. Yeah. Because gross. <laughs> ew. It's disgusting. Oh, you got to say bye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, thank you guys for listening to the You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm Squid. And I'm Jackson. Bye. <laughs> bye. Goodbye. Adios, motherfucker. Hasta la vista, motherfucker. Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates. Or at Yidemfwigs, that's at Y-D-M-F-W-G-S. Check out sydneylangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. If you have any suggestions as to what topic we should tackle next week, please leave a comment under the blog post. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.